0: absolute sports betting degeneracy
1: hey everybody arch here and it is friday night which can only mean we're talking racing with phil and
2: steve what's going on phil hey man happy to be here uh, really really psyched we got talladega coming up and i'm having a great week man so I, I hope we can talk about that a little bit but just really pumped up let's get some nascar in
1: yeah well, I, we're gonna talk about that in a second steve what's going on man
3: What's up? I mean, I'm not having as good a week as Phil, but uh, hopefully right here it gets better. So I'm ready to kick things up, you know? Steve,
1: we're going to have to have a monster week to catch a uh, good Phillip here.
3: Yes, that's a great point. I didn't think of that. Uh, that's, I guess that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Why don't you tell us what happened
2: the last couple of days? I like to think of myself as Robin Hood, you know? But, uh, all right, so what happened You wear tights? Oh, yeah. Okay. Right now, actually. <laughs> Uh I I am a degenerate gambler. That's what attracted me to you guys. And uh part of that is because is that's on it all all hours of the day. It's it's what I like to do. It gets me through my work day. I bet a lot of tennis. So I was uh I was live betting a, a ladies match and on DraftKings and I realized that DraftKings algorithm had like frozen in place while the match continued. So for about 25 minutes. I was the guy from Back to the Future with the, the Sports Almanac. Biff. And uh, yeah, Biff, that's the guy. And so I was finding the longest odds stuff that had actually already happened and wagering large amounts of money on it and uh, and, and they all hit cuz you know, it had already happened. So I was betting like, you know, a couple hundred dollars on things that were plus 680 <laughs> that <it> already <laughs> happened. Just insane stuff. So uh, when the match officially ended, I I was texting my buddy. I'm like, all right, well, here's the moment of truth. And that thing lit up green like a Christmas tree. No shit. uh, Yeah. So instant withdrawal, instant approval. The money's in my bank account. So suck at DraftKings.
1: Now you need to move that money into a different bank account.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Into cash, I think, would be the safest.
1: (laughs) No, not cash. uh, You're losing money if you're holding cash right now. Every day it's getting worse. Rubles. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe, I don't know if, We're broadcasting that's on YouTube, we can't say to, that
3: can. oh, um, uh, Invest in gold? Yeah. Gold! Oh, yeah, that,
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, Alex Jones over here
2: <laughs> There we go But anyway, so, uh that's You know, if you're vigilant, you can find this stuff And it's pretty cool, and that also Is why you should join the book club Because I was firing off red alerts And 911 alarms and all kinds of stuff He was and, uh, Yeah, so basically the book club pays for itself like for a lifetime that was a lifetime membership right there
1: that really yeah that that'll, that'll pay for quite a while 4k
3: yeah it worked like you know uh, and how young you are i guess it was
2: like uh why do
1: you always got to drag like, it down like that steve i, just, I can't <laughs> help it man i, I didn't hear what real. he said i
2: was what, what, what happened
1: he said it depends how young you are <laughs>
2: Steve's is morbid. With now. advances in modern medicine. Like, settle down, Steve. It's a lifetime. I, I mean,
3: modern medicine's got to go downhill at some point, right?
1: <laughs> not it's touching that Lord. one. Not touching a that pessimist. one. pessimist. He is. All right. Join the book club. Get woken up to Phil screaming and ranting and raving.
2: It was this like morning. 8.30, I think, Eastern time. That's not, not too terribly early for yeah. a, you know, a couple thousand dollar take. That's true. That's true. All right, yeah. NASCAR. What
1: are we looking at this weekend?
2: Well, uh, we can start off with the Xfinity Series if you'd like, sir. That sounds like a good idea to me. All right. Well, we uh we've got a couple couple win wagers lined up here. Um, the dinger, all right, f- check. No dinger. What? We are we are dingerless this nah, weekend. No, we'll I'll, I'll get there. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and the win wagers were dingerless. This is the AG yeah. Pro three hundred, correct? And it is uh, tomorrow, Saturday, the twenty third, four p.m. What
1: car does AG Pro sponsor? Just a quick question out of curiosity.
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know what it is. Okay, uh, but I don't think it's any of these cars. But uh, we're gonna go with Noah Gregson uh, at plus eight hundred on DraftKings for four tenths of a unit. We're we're splitting up one full unit four different ways. Four
1: tenths so, of uh, a unit. You don't know our audience, man. This is some serious math you're asking them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, just break down, get your abacus out, and uh, and let's do this thing. And then we're going four tenths of a unit on Daniel Hemrick at ten to one, also DraftKings, and then one tenth of a unit each. Brandon Brown, hashtag Let's Go Brandon, and then uh, a tenth of a unit on Ryan Seek, both right around forty eight hundred on FanDuel.
1: Not getting yeah. those. I'm not getting those lines.
2: No, I mean we did put them. We did put them in the book club before the lines changed. You did. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up now. What's current? Let's see.
3: Dead air. No, I got. I got Ryan seeing it. Well, I got him at forty to one. I mean, that's pretty close. That uh, that that was the, what the line was before. I you know before and after qualifying. I uh, think I think it only moved on
2: Fanduel. Yeah, okay. So Gregson's still accurate. Uh Hemrick still accurate. Uh Sieg, yeah, it's 40 to 1 now. So that's okay. And then Brandon Brown, where are you, sir? Also 40 to 1. So all those prices is still good. Good. So yeah, a couple reasons I like I like Brandon Brown is kind of like a a sneaky play. Uh so during my research here, it kind of stuck out that he was a, uh he's a pretty good super speedway racer he's a an independent one car team so you think all right well in this this pack racing you need teammates but not so fast my friend he uh he's got seven top tens between talladega and daytona over the last 11 races and um so i mean it's pretty strong and he won talladega last year so he's got some good memories coming back here so i'm all for it i i like uh i like brandon brown quite a bit Steve, you want to talk about anybody else in those uh those win wagers? Yeah, I got uh my play here is personally for Daniel
3: uh Daniel Hemrick for the you know most of my money is going towards him this weekend, I think. Um I like him that win outright. Uh he's um the defending champion. He's um one of Phoenix last year, win the title. And if you look what happened at Daytona okay. this year and he's got a new team this year, Colic Racing. Yeah. He was very good at, um, at Daytona this year. I'm not sure if it worked out or not. I don't have the stats in front da- for Daytona, but he was running up front most of the race, I believe. When mm-hmm. um, you look at, uh, T- at Talladega this weekend, I expect Colley to be very strong again, and Hemrick should be a part of that crew. At 10-1, I would say that's a pretty good play. So I like him on all fronts this week. You look at his... Uh, average ra- driver rating it's third at talent i guess specifically for the past uh his past three races average finish of seventh and mm-hmm. two top fives so across the board looking pretty good for hamrick and now he's joining like the best team as far as super speedway racing goes so now, you're a little
1: my- no, refresh my memory steve when we talked about super speedways was it last season you were a little iffy on them you're like it's kind of it's A little more, I don't know how you say it. The variance is a little bit higher on super speedway racing. Is that true?
3: Oh, it's definitely true. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, if, if there's a team that I would like to back this weekend regarding uh, this type of racing, it's Collie Racing and that group as a whole because they they kind of look at these things as they really work together well as a team. They, I believe, uh, the Dinger was on, um, XM Radio this week. I was listening to one of his uh, interviews with. Uh, he, he kind of does this every week, so he, he talked about kind of what he like his strategy is in the uh, these types of races. Um, they don't really care who wins; they just want to see somebody from their team up front and winning the race. So hopefully, uh, that reduces their you know variance a little bit. That oh, okay.
1: So, okay. So it's really got a team sport. To this. Yeah,
3: it's very. It, it's very team based. Most of the time, the teams kind of like throw their game plans out once the last five laps come around. But we've seen over the recent history, Kali really kind of keeps things in place and just uh,
2: very well organized. So, okay, cool. Bill, anything? Bad? Yeah. Um, no, I mean Steve's absolutely right. If if the closest thing to a sure thing on a super speedway is is colleague racing in the xfinity series they you know i mean if i was driving and i had a shot to win i'd be like fuck my teammates whatever i'm, I'm, I'm i want to <laughs> win this you know but they have like they always seem to get like the most unselfish guys and i think we saw it at what was it daytona when they were one two three and they they had like all three lanes blocked off so one of them was definitely winning and, i mean they they just yeah they they um they work together really well. So it's 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 cool. I'm I'm definitely behind Hammer this week for sure. All right. Yeah. What are anything else we should be looking at? Xfinity? Yeah, man. Um so we'll we'll go down the card uh, to the top 5s. Uh we're going to hit Noah Gregson again for another half unit. Uh now these are uh let's see. MGM for for Gregson. We're getting plus money, plus 115.
3: Yeah, they may important. not have opened up the lines again over there, but uh, as soon as they do, I believe that should come out at yeah, the same it's price. Yeah,
1: not, it's not open here.
2: Um, Yeah, yeah, the positions aren't open yet. But when they do, look yeah. for these. Uh, Landon Castle, plus 170 at MGM, that's another call it guy. So we expect him to be up front for sure. And then we're going to take a, a fifth of a unit flyer on Brandon Brown, plus 500 DraftKings. You know to win a unit. So just all for the same reasons we already talked about. Yeah. And then we got a ton of matchups. Yeah, let's go. We do. We do. Uh the first one is Josh Barry over Sheldon Creed. And that is right around minus one fifteen on DraftKings. These are all going to be a unit. Um you want to talk about Barry or Creed, Steve? Yeah, I mean, this wasn't
3: really a play that I had circled, um, but I know that Sheldon Creed was pretty good today, but uh, Josh Berry is with Junior Motorsports, and I wouldn't say they're quite as team-oriented as Colleague Racing is, but we've seen JRM have a lot of speed this year. Josh Berry's been very good. Uh, Josh Berry's had a lot more experience now on the Super Speedways. He's kind of that short track guy, but... Now he's had some some of these types of races under his belt. And um, Sheldon Creed is new to the Xfinity Series this year. Hopefully some of his uh, rookie stripes in this series kind of uh, make him uh, not so sharp tomorrow in the race. So let's uh, go with the the more experienced and savvy guy in Josh Berry
2: there. Love it. Uh, the next one we have is Steve's guy, Daniel Hemrick, over the dinger. And uh, this is plus 120, DraftKings, and I'm pretty sure this was a numbers grab. Is that right, Steve? Oh,
3: absolutely. Uh, it's kind of two two teammates facing off against each other and really just feels like a m- more of a coin flip to me. I believe the odds have moved a little bit now. It's plus 105, but you're still doing just fine there at plus money in uh, a coin flip kind of deal. Hmm. I believe now I remember what happened at, at Daytona. I believe, uh, Hamrick actually got into an incident, but before okay. that he was running up front. So the car is going to be very quick.
2: Nice. Uh, and then we're going to take Noah Gregson over Austin Hill. Uh, that's on MGM minus minus one That is current. I'm looking yes. at it. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, we, we like Gregson to have, to have a, a good day here. Austin Hill's no slouch. He he won Daytona this year, um, but I, I I think we're just going to get behind the junior motorsports horsepower here, and uh, and hope for for another veteran versus young guy win, and then we're taking Austin Hill so that kind of middling it with Austin Hill over Justin Allgaier. Uh, Allgaier's been terrible on super speedways, and he's been terrible this year so it's 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 strange um this year his average finish is 17.3 which is his worst average finish since his rookie year in Xfinity in like 2008 so he hasn't struggled like this in a really long time and um at Talladega he finished uh, third last year but then before that it was 29th 29th 28th and 28th so he just he makes mistake after mistake and uh you know i i think austin hill kind of keeps it clean so we'll we'll take austin hill in that matchup as well what was
1: the what was the number you were catching?
2: i'm seeing minus 105
1: is minus 115 is that too high no i think that's good
2: and um then we we're, we're going to take also well i i know I'm, i we took it earlier we took brandon brown over Chandler smith uh, that was minus 115. It has since moved to minus 130. I don't know if that's because we wrote an article on it or what. Yeah, it might it might have been. Maybe we're moving the needle a little bit here. But uh, Brandon Brown is, like I was talking about earlier, he's just super consistent. But Chandler Smith, this is his first Xfinity race ever. Uh, we love Chandler Smith in the trucks. He, he cashes a lot of tickets for us. He's constantly undervalued, so we always catch a good number. This is like I said, it's his first time ever getting in an Xfinity car. So give me the guy that's that's last year's Talladega champ against the guy that's wet behind the ears.
3: I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And yeah. then uh go ahead, Steve. I was I was just gonna say, uh, Chandler Smith, he's not in um I mean he's in okay equipment. I mean, they're both in average equipment, but um Shannon Smith is kind of in that uh, Sam Hunt racing car, the Toyota. Uh, the the Toyota group is not really all that large. Brandon Brown's going to have a lot more support from his manufacturer teammates, so I kind of like to stay away from the Toyota brigade uh, at these types of races because they can't really uh, use each other too much for support. There's not enough
2: numbers there, so like Brandon Brown there. And it's probably it's probably safe to say that. Brandon Brown has a little bit more respect out there too. I mean, he's, he's proven it. Chandler Smith, he's a unknown quantity, you know, who knows if he can, you know, read the energy of the lanes and, and if he can, you know, handle the car, who, who knows? So I I really like this play quite a bit. And then, uh, all right, so we'll move down a little bit further. We've got the dinger over Algier for, know the reasons we talked about earlier with with calling against Algaier's struggles, and then uh we got two half unit plays that that Steve can talk about. We're taking Sam Mayer over Ty Gibbs plus one twenty, and then we're going to take Sam Mayer over Riley herbst minus one twenty
3: yeah, sure, I'll go into kind of the reasoning here um I know Sam Mayer moved maybe five or so cents, but I think that's totally fine um. Sam Mayer, again, I'm going to go back to the – he's with Junior Motorsports. Uh, he, again, it's kind of the same narrative as Josh Berry. Uh, Sam Mayer, this is kind – of, last year he kind of ran a, a couple races. Uh, I, b- I believe he finished, finished only the second half of the season with Junior Motorsports. Uh, this time he's got the full season going for him. He's ran uh, much better in the first half of the season this year than he did last year. He's making a lot of strides. Um Riley Herps on the other side, he's kind of like the all guyer of the um, series. Again, he's he likes to get up there. Like, he runs pretty well throughout the race, but he just makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, and any time we're on him, we, we pay for it. So I don't want to be on that side again this week at a track that <laughs> has a lot of uh, capability to make errors and mistakes and get caught up in, uh, in wrecks. So maybe Sam Mayer in that one. And, and The other one against ty gibbs is kind of a numbers play plus 120. ty Ty gibbs was very very quick we saw that but again even if you're quick in qualifying this is a you still need the car to to handle well in traffic and things and do well in the draft so i'm gonna take my chances there at plus 120 and uh go with sam air
2: okay this was kind of a a cute matchup that the the books put out there because those two guys got in a fist fight uh, the last time uh, they were on the track together. So, I think this was one of those uh, just a little little cutesy thing that they did. So we'll we'll take care of it. We'll take the plus money.
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, we'll,
2: one guy was in a
3: fist fight. The other guy left his helmet on. That's true. <laughs> what a pussy, right? Sounds smart to me. Well. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the conversation, right? Some people say, "Oh, well, he's got," he's, you know, it. It was, a sm- it was a smart play, but then other people are like, "Oh, well, that's just he's got to man up a little bit," you know. It's 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 a, you know, gotcha. people have varying opinions on this debate.
1: I've been in a couple of fights where I wish I had a helmet on at
3: the end of it. <laughs> I can I can
2: definitely see both sides. <laughs> All right. What else are we looking at? I that, is, that, is that it? I think that wraps up the Xfinity card. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. So we it's talk, pretty pretty talk. hefty. Yeah. For Xfinity, very hefty for you. Guys.
4: Love it. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. D.J's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie
1: So Geico 500.
2: Yeah, let's get in there. Let's do it. What are we doing? Um, the very first, I'm pulling up odds boom here because I, 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 made, I made a couple plays earlier in the week, but the very first wager I made this week was for Ross Chastain outright winner. So I'm, let, me, let me pull that up. Um, I just think the guy, he, 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 um, he navigates traffic well, in my opinion. He drives like his hair's on fire, he's super aggressive, and I, I think that's what these super speedways call for. And this year, his equipment has been better than anything he's ever been in before. Uh, his pit crew is elite, they're, you know, tops in the series. And um, he's he's won in a super speedway in the Xfinity series, in the truck series. Um, so I really like Ross this weekend, and uh, he's been doing a lot of things this year. That he hasn't done before so he won on a road course he he's competitive on the the um the short tracks like you look up he's in fifth place it's like where the hell did ross come from and you know there he is he's cashing another ticket so i look for him to have a a good day um and then the the second wager i placed i took a little chalk i took ryan blaney at 10 to 1 so i i split one unit between those two guys and let's see for comparison i'm seeing uh there's a 33 to one out there on points bet i'm getting
1: a so 30 uh, plus 3800 on chastain right now to win the geico 500
2: where's that five dimes love it yeah go go play it at five dimes i got uh 35 to one so okay, cool cool yeah most books have it down to like 28 hundred yeah that's that's what I'm, I'm seeing 25 24 25 something <laughs> like that so yeah um if yeah, you can get well, a, a number but they're,
3: everything is off for them right now. And nothing happened today in the Cup Series. So they're kind of – they're wacky over there. I don't know what's going on, man. Yeah. Just closing down for no reason doesn't make sense to me. But we'll have to pivot elsewhere like, tonight.
2: They must have known we were on the prowl.
1: That's it. They could sense it.
2: Yeah. Feel it. But, uh, yeah, those are the, the two win wagers I made. Steve, did you did you take any?
3: Yeah, I got a few. I have um, going down the board. Uh, I like Cole Custer a lot. Um, plus five thousand is that DraftKings. Um, I know that's a pretty solid number. You may not be able to get that uh, else elsewhere. DraftKings is pretty much leading the field in that one. Um, moving down to Daniel Suarez. That's an MGM one, sixty-six to one. I just like how Daniel Suarez is running this year. Uh, he should have won his first race at COTA this year, but I uh, had a little bit of a mechanical issue and power steering. That team is a whole, he's a teammate of Ross Chassain over there at Trackhouse racing. That team has really come alive this year. So no reason why they can't do it at this type of racetrack either. Um, a lot of people on Eric Jones this week. I'm on him as well. He was running very well last year inside of the top 10. Kind of got caught up in a late incident. He's won at Daytona before. I, I think he won a dual race. Um, so he knows I get around these types of race tracks, and Ty Dillon, a lot of people are on him as well. A lot of people liked him for the top ten and um, that kind of ballpark. But I don't mind taking him to win either. Um, he's uh, he should run. He, he has a he has the best average finish in the whole series, and we're getting him at uh, ninety to one there. So I really like these longer shots at these higher variance tracks.
2: Yeah, that that was that is not a typo. Ty Dillon does have the best average finish at Super Speedways in since what, like twenty nineteen? Shit. Yeah, it's it's yeah, kind of it's kind of crazy. So, uh, he's got a cool paint scheme, the uh, black rifle coffee. So, if you uh, if you like coffee, that's your guy. If yeah. you like the uh,
3: black rifle, is Noah Gregson still doing the, the black rifle coffee deal? Sure is sure is so if, you, if you want to take the uh the black rifle coffee parlay
2: you can parlay more gregson and ty Dillon there for a huge payout <laughs> yeah you'll you'll immediately be banned from whatever uh book that you put that in it on um but you'll be rich also so that's hey, cool go. yeah uh steve what else you got bud I don't have
3: anything for top three or top fives yet, I don't believe, but I can move down to the top tens if you would Yeah this. Yeah, let's go. They're very similar plays. <laughs> I believe these might have moved as well. I got Eric Jones at plus 310 on FanDuel. Let me actually just update.
1: Plus 140, it looks like at MGM probably.
2: Yeah, they've, been, <clears throat> they've been a little bit behind on these uh... – these prices i I've, I've seen that we've been getting great prices at the at parks sugarhouse barstool for the top 10 market uh, we we went on the full tank with Phil podcast earlier this week and um you know he was he was banging that point home too that if you do not have an account at sugarhouse or barstool or parks you need to get one, even if it's just like for this market alone, because the, the pricing is so much better than anywhere else. It's like two, three, four dollars off on the chalk, which is wild. And then it only gets better as you go down the card. So you have to have to have this tool in your tool belt. That's just a little PSA.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, Casmo. Casmo, which is uh, the, Casmo. Yeah, that's yep, the that's, uh, sugar house.
2: That's the one. Yep.
1: They're paying plus 210 on air, top 10.
2: See, there you go. There's a dollar difference. Um, but like, just for instance, you, uh, there's like, let's see, we're seeing Ryan Blaney minus 132 on that series of books for top 10, and um, his average price across the market is uh, nearly minus 300 between hmm. DraftKings, MGM, uh, FanDuel. So it gives you it gives you an out if you want to play some chalk. It gives you a place to play it. So I'm learning as we go here. Yeah, this is a new
3: one for me. Apparently MGM has everything up except, except the outrights. Except the winners,
1: right? I had to skip them for the winners and go elsewhere. They got top two, top three, top five, top ten. <laughs> no
3: winners. Never seen that before. So anyway, I, I'm learning as we go here. That's interesting.
1: They they're, they're, they've been hit too hard by Speedway Steve too on Twitter.
3: <laughs> yeah well i just said we'd like taking out rates for daytona and you know and talladega and they're like oh we'll just take the rates down then and we'll just take
1: them down <laughs>
2: <laughs> um but yeah there's a couple a couple nice top tens i see here um um uh, looking at let's see you can get somebody like um uh Tyler Reddick plus 140, that's nice. Ross Chastain plus 160. That's a good price. And then you can go further down the list. You can get Ty Dillon plus two sixty-five. So I mean that's a that's a nice hit for a top ten. On it. Yep. Steve, what do you got, I bud? Have,
3: I have Todd Gilland as well. He should be well, he got priced down a little bit too, but he's still a plus three eighty at FanDuel. That's about about as far as I would go with it though. Don't go anything below. Dylan's been uh, solid at the front row Motorsports in general. I wanted to highlight this on um, our other Phil's show, but it didn't cross my mind. But when you look at guys, when Anthony Alfredo was in this car for Front Row Motorsports, he was—he's got a very solid average finish as well. So like that team as a whole which is now Michael McDowell and Todd Gillen seem to take these plate races very seriously over that in that organization so watch out for those guys this weekend
2: I'm seeing plus 425 hmm. at uh, Sugar House for that I'm not quite getting not? that 350 you're getting the winner lines though because you're a winner
1: that's true that didn't take long it took 24 hours for them to cut my legs out from it
2: uh, has your wife signed up yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> see, I find you it's go. best to keep assets hidden from her, just in case. Well, she is rocking a Speedway Steve hoodie as we speak, am I right? Stealing my assets, see? There it is. There it is. Right. Uh, what else? All are right. What, yep. Um, there was a head-to-head that we put in, uh, Kyle Bush over Kyle Larson. And I know that was, like, Steve's favorite play, so... I'll uh, I won't steal his thunder here if you want to talk about it.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna talk about how much Carl Larson likes to DNF at super speedways. <laughs> <laughs> we we know how good Carl Larson is, and he won up I believe he won ten races last year. But uh when you look at his uh I'm I'm going to use Talladega here specifically, and luckily I got my conditional formatting in just in time for this one on Carl Larson. So his last four races, he has DNF'd three of them. So that's a seventy-five percent clip for an average finish of thirty-fifth. His last four. Hmm. hmm. That's, that's not good. I'm not good at math, but that's that doesn't sound good. <laughs>
1: just doesn't sound good.
3: <laughs> so he likes to he likes to dominate at the um, the tracks that require a lot more skill than uh, these types of races. So maybe he just kind of loses focus a little bit here. What, whatever the issue is, he just doesn't do well at these types of racetracks and then you, you look at kyle bush i mean he's not the greatest but he usually runs up front sometimes he gets caught up in, in, in some sort of uh mishap at the end of the race but um the speed is there so i definitely like the play there against kyle larson so more of a fade on larson but don't mind the side of kyle bush either
2: okay uh yep uh there's a, a head-to-head that that i like And I'm going to take Austin Dillon over Martin Truex. I don't know how you feel about that, Steve. We haven't talked about, about this at all, but I like Austin Dillon's um, pedigree. I think he was the fastest car under green flag speed last week at Bristol dirt, which has no bearing whatsoever, but that they just keep bringing fast race cars to the track. Uh, Redick is his teammate and he's always in the mix for, for wins. So I I think, I think RCR has got it going on and I haven't seen anything out of Truex that has made me a believer on any track type whatsoever. I mean, he's supposed to dominate road courses. He hasn't. He's supposed to be awesome at Martinsville. He wasn't. Um, he won the the a uh, race last year on the Bristol dirt, and he was miserable last weekend. So I'm just not a believer in Martin Truex. So I'm going to take Austin Dillon as a short favorite over Truex. What do you think?
3: Uh, I like that very much. I can add to that. I can give you Martin Truex's driver rating at Talladega specifically. The last six races, it's seventy-two point eight, which is down there in the territory of like uh, you know lower tier teams. I mean, that's wait, that's pretty far down the list. I'll give you his average finish: twenty-two point five. He has no top tens here. The last six races. He doesn't normally run up front. I mean, he did well at, at Daytona this year. But Daytona and Talladega, they race differently. So I don't expect all of that to transfer over. And like you said, hasn't been good this year. I think he... May not mentally be there, one hundred percent, and not fully committed to the new car. Yeah. There, there may be multiple factors in play, but the bottom line is you're right. He just hasn't really performed, and this is not his type of strong suit either. So, yep, I like Austin Dillon quite a bit there.
2: Nice. I I can't believe I I got agreement out of that just off the fly. <laughs> you know, it's
3: a good play. Austin Dillon has five top twenties out of his last six starts, so. He's a guy that you can probably expect to finish the race as well, 15th place average finish. He should stay out of trouble.
2: Yeah, and he's he's generally pretty good on these supers. So I'm uh, I'm in. I'm in on that. And if, hey, you're here's playing, one. if you're playing the RCR
3: narrative, which Austin Jones on Team RCR, RCR just put Jeffrey
2: Earnhardt in the Xfinity Series on the pole today. Yeah, so they, they got something cooking in that garage, man. I don't know if they're cheating or what, but... I'm all for it. God bless me. God bless them. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. That's right. <laughs> um, Steve, how about this one? What, what do you think about Cole Custer over Harrison Burton? I like the
3: Fords. Uh, I mean, I guess they're both Fords, but I guess if I had to play that one, I would take Cole Custer. I, I think we may have talked about this on Tuesday, but if we did not, even if we did, I do like Cole Custer's recent form and I don't mm-hmm. like Harrison Burton's recent form. So I would lean. I just, Cole.
2: Yeah. I was just going to say the last time we were at a super speedway, Harrison Burton was on his roof. So, uh, I, I, I like Custer there too, as well.
3: I have one more then that would round the card out for me so far. And it would be Bubba Wallace over Denny Hamlin on DraftKings.
2: You're going to have to talk me into this one, buddy. What's your
3: number? Minus 105. Okay. I'm yeah, just, I... this is kind of, again, this is similar to the uh, Cole Custer Harrison Burton narrative. Um, Bubba Wallace, I mean, Bubba Wallace, if you look specifically at Super Speedways, is, I would say, has been the fastest and the best car out there has been. Uh, very, if you consider Atlanta, you know, this type of racetrack, very strong. He finished, I believe he finished second. Daytona, again, very strong. He won at Talladega. I know it was a rain-shortened race, but he the point was he was leading when the rain started. So, And, and to be fair,
2: everybody knew the rain was coming, so he did have to hold everybody off. I, I You know, it was rain-shortened, like he said, and everybody's like, oh, it's an asterisk. But I mean, everybody knew the rain was coming, so they all had equal opportunity to get there. Didn't catch anybody by surprise, is I think what I'm trying to say.
3: Yeah, yeah. He put himself in position and where he needed to be at that time. So, and then I'm gonna go on a Denny Hammond side, and this guy, I don't know what his problem is. Yeah. JGR is not as a team isn't struggling that much. I think we've kind of figured out. I know we talked a lot about JG, Joe Gibbs, and we don't know where they stand, but. I kind of I I get I'm I'm closer I think to figuring out where they stand and it's kind of like Kyle Busch is the guy on that team you know that team right now and Denny Hamlin's kind of like the low man on totem pole kind of right next there to the Truex Hamlin is just having a rough rough season he's in the past dominated these types of racetracks Daytona Talladega etc uh, this year he he wrecked out early at Daytona which is extremely rare for him he normally he never DNFs at plate tracks like this and he did this year so I don't know if the stress of him owning a team is getting to him there's something wrong with Denny Hammond this year hmm.
2: do you think it has any carryover effect from all that stuff with his wife and the prostitutes
1: his wife has uh, having having sex with prostitutes
2: <laughs> no he was he was banging prostitutes and, like, she wrote a book on it or something. It was awesome. Everybody, Twitter was on fire.
1: Oh, everybody needs a hobby, though, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, apparently he's into some weird stuff, too. So, yeah. Don't search I that know, hashtag.
3: I mean, you saw what happened with Tiger Woods after all the, 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 the those life situations came up. He was kind of never the same since. I mean, I know yeah, he won that's... the Masters, but that was – besides that, that kind of uh, ended his career, unfortunately. I hope, I hope he comes back. I right. I like tiger woods but you know what i'm saying here
2: yeah there it is anything else we need to touch on um i think that's that's all i have um i would say just give us a follow at speedway steve two on twitter because we're definitely going to be adding um we we're degenerates i mean we have huge cards every weekend so uh there will definitely be some ads if you want to get ahead of the line movement go ahead and join the uh the discord the, the Patreon. That's, that's where you need to be. Yeah, yeah, the, the link's, book club. In, links it's in the description. The link is in the description. And in about 10 minutes here, I'm going to be putting in some Australian Rules football plays. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Don't I mean, miss out.
1: You can hang out with me and Phil and Saxy and Sex Panther and Mad Max. And uh,
3: Steve is always there lurking. Always watching. He's a lurker. He is. I am. I, I try to read things and um, contribute. Occasionally, <laughs> when I'm not playing Grand Charisma. <laughs> that's it. That's it. All
1: right, boys. This is a long one, but it was a fun one.
2: That's what she said, I think. <laughs> I've never heard it. Maybe